Welcome to Immigration Live. Today, I want to briefly discuss a recent appellate case, a recent Supreme Court decision that has the potential to affect thousands of immigrants who are currently facing deportation at immigration court or who may in the past actually have been deported um, after a hearing at immigration court. My name is Carlos Pachara. And today's session of Immigration Live is going to focus on a little known part of the immigration process known as the notice to appear. So the question is, what is this immigration court case all about? Let's start with the basics. In immigration parlance, lawyers and judges, we tend to call the notice to appear an NTA. This decision by the Supreme Court, although it occurred a little over a month ago, was relatively quiet, very little press, very little media, but it was a very big decision for many immigrants, as we're going to discuss in just a, a moment or two. Uh, the potential, according to some immigration experts, is large. Um, during the hearing before the Supreme Court, it was revealed that out of the, the last few years, the last two or three years, ICE has been placing people into immigration court proceedings without setting a date or time. It's like, you must appear. Why that's important is because the moment they have served that document, they have said that the serving of that document without more stops the time. And that's the significance. Think about it this way. If you were invited to your, your nephew's birthday party, and you received and you were told we're going to have a birthday party okay and we'll notify you when we have more details okay but you never get the details you never find out what park it's being held at you never get to find out which chuck e cheese is being held at what restaurant um what day what time well that's really not an invitation is it well think of a notice to appear the same way it's a charging document. In that document, immigration officials lay out why they think you're removable, why they think you're deportable. It starts the immigration court case, and technically it stops the clock, which is what this case is really about. Um, in essence, when you receive a notice to appear, it means that ICE wants to deport you which means when it comes to immigration court, holy moly, you should be running to see an immigration lawyer right away. Because, you know, given the percentages of how many people lose an immigration court, roughly two thirds, maybe higher, um, you really need representation. Okay, the name of the case was, was, is Pereira versus Sessions. In that case, it turned on the notice to appear. He was served with a notice to appear that did not have the date for him to show up or the time to show up. In 2000, he was admitted to the United States on a tourist visa, B1, B2. He stayed past his six months and he never left. In 2006, he, he came under the uh, radar of immigration and he was placed in immigration court proceedings. And he was served with a notice to appear, one of these blank ones which out the date and time. So he knew he had to go to immigration court someday, but he didn't know when. 
Well, roughly over a year later, immigration sent a notice to a bad address to him, informing him of the date and time. Of course, he didn't appear because he never received it. So six years at that hearing, though, because he didn't, he didn't appear. And because the government said in their mind it was a good address for him, um, the judge ordered him deported, which is the real danger. When you get a notice to appear, you have to appear in court, which is why I said a moment ago, you should run to see a lawyer right away so you know what you're going to have to do to defend yourself. But anyway, so he, Pereira didn't show up. The court ordered him deported in absentia. You're out of here, buddy. About six years later, um, he was arrested for a motor vehicle violation, and he came to the attention of immigration again. Immigration court wanted to deport him because they said they had an in absentia deportation against him. Well, he went to court and challenged it, had the case reopened because he didn't receive the notice. So then the officials came back and they said, look, you don't have the time. When we served you in 2006, you only had six years. You don't have the 10 years required as an immigrant without legal papers, an undocumented immigrant, to defend yourself utilizing the cancellation or removal defense, which I'm assuming a lot of you are familiar. If you're not, well, let me know. Drop me a note in the link below, and I can send you some information on that. But they said he wasn't eligible for cancellation removal, and so then the court ordered him deported. Well, that's the case that went up to the Supreme Court. And it was challenged on the ground that it wasn't valid even if he had been served correctly in 2006, the 2000 notice was, was insufficient. It was deficient. It, it, was, it was bad because he wasn't given a notice, notice to appear with a date and time. So how could he know the date and time? So how could it cut off his time? He got the invitation. He didn't get the invitation to the date and time of the birthday party of your nephew, but because there was no date and time on it. He was just told, hey, one day you're going to court. One day you're going to the party. So anyway, but that's the stop time rule. When he was served with it, the government said it was stop time. Well, the Supreme Court said, no, 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 no. That's not good enough. That's not going to work um, anymore. It just is insufficient notice. So here's... Here's, here's what the, case, the importance of the case. For many individuals like Pereira that are facing cancellation removal as an undocumented immigrant, they're served and let's say they go to court and they've been in the United States continuously for nine years and eight months and they're serving one of these notices. They don't have the 10 years, they're ineligible they have no defense. Well, in that case, it's like, well, wait a minute. And then he, and then the court date, so then the court, he get that, that individual gets the court date, say, uh, eight months later. So now that individual has been in the U.S. continuously 10 years and four months. What, the person has 10 years now? Before the Supreme Court case, the court would have ruled, you're statutorily ineligible. You're out of here, buddy. You have no defense. You don't even qualify for cancellation removal. Now, what the Supreme Court is telling the immigration courts is that no, that's not good enough. Until they receive the date and time, you can't cut off their time. 
It's not effective. The stop time rule is not effective. And that's what's important about this decision. Now, as I noted, um, in the Supreme Court case, in, in the discussions, um, it was noted that ICE, and part of this, you know, I'm assuming it's going to be part of the Trump administration's legacy because they're throwing so many people in the court. How can they get court dates from the court fast enough to set the court dates? How can they just say, no, what they're doing, they, they grab someone, they're going to place them in proceedings, they give them a notice to appear without a date and time, and they tell them, be here, you're going to be going to court, we're going to deport you. And then maybe a year or two years later, they're dragging that person into court to deport them, but they haven't given a notice to appear with a time and place before. And so during that period of time, the individual is capable of accruing more time. It, it's also good for lawful permanent residents. Take a lawful permanent resident who's picked up for something, placed in proceedings. They have to have five years of continuous presence. Okay, so this individual um, is in the United States, say uh, four years and eleven months. They get picked up. They get thrown in proceedings. They get a notice to appear to go to proceedings, but there's no date and time on it. They get a. a a second notice to appear, a letter from the court saying we want you to appear, and it's eight months later. Well, now that individual has five years, and they can also claim cancellation removal of the lawful permanent residence variety, which is the second one. And there's other instances where this could possibly help immigrants, but where this case could also have a significant effect, especially for individuals who, who have been to court already and may be lost. Well, how many individuals have went to court or have been deported in absentia, and then they get picked up by immigration. Immigration says, immigration officials say, we have uh, a deportation order against you, and we're going to execute it because you were deported in absentia. You didn't show up. Well, when they were first served, there was no time. There was no date. They didn't know when to show up. And when they were served, they were no longer at that address. It was a bad address or um, immigration messed up somehow in serving them. Or even if they served them correctly, <coughs> but it was several months later. And so now they've picked up the 10 years if they're, they were undocumented, or they picked up the five years if they were a lawful permanent resident. They picked up enough time because the time was accruing going on. That's significant. And there's a lot of cases like that. Um, so those individuals might be able to come back in and file a motion to reopen, to file a motion to terminate the old case because the court never had jurisdiction because until the court drags them in on proper service, you don't have jurisdiction. It's a basic rule of legal fairness. Think about it. Any case, whether it's a divorce case, personal injury case, criminal case, when you, you have to be told when to go to court. And you have to be given the other side's piece of paper so that you can defend yourself. It's fairness. It's one of the, the hallmarks of our legal system. And the Supreme Court rightly stood up for it a few weeks ago. And that's the essence of the NTA, the notice to appear, the stop time rule decision of the immigration court. And it's something that um, I really feel that you should share with your friends that are uh, facing immigration cases at immigration court that you if you have any known family members you should be sharing it with them because maybe there's something to be done but i would say this also 
you don't want to do this on your own. I know, I know, I know, I know. People say lawyers cost a lot and all that, but no, you don't want to try this on your own. You're getting a second chance. So take advantage of it and do your best. Hey, I wish you the best and be on the lookout for the next Immigration Live. I'm um, we'll talk to you soon.